live streaming is on. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 23rd, 2020. Strong hand, golden age of the 2020s. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin in motion. Don't FOMO on alts. I'm offended by selling. We're one day closer to the 2020 halving, people. We're going to talk about the 2020 halving. Hey, look who my guest is today. This wasn't planned. Spur of the moment. I love it. Simon Dixon returns to the show. He's here to tell you what's going on in these incredible times that we're living through. Hello, my elite friends that are watching this live. You can ask questions, type in uh Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat. I'm sure a lot of you have questions for Simon Dixon. Simon Dixon is on the Isle of Man right now. Welcome back, Simon Dixon. Hey, always a pleasure to be here. Seems like the whole world has changed since we last spoke, Adam. Well, it has changed. <laughs> it, it, it really has changed. Uh, you and I were just talking uh, off air that the, that, the, that the halving is still happening. And we're going to talk about that. But... Uh, Right now, the, the United States uh, is coming up with all sorts of uh, economic solutions for the current uh, situation. Uh, do you think the world economy is going to continue to be shut down? And for, for how long? Do you think this is necessary? What's going on in the Isle of Man? Yeah, I do believe it's necessary. I believe that the, we, <clears throat> we, you know, what I've been talking about for, for over a decade now is I think it was um, one a YouTube video. I, I looked back at it, and there was a video I released in 2010, and it was called "The Great Depression of the 2020s." I actually recorded it before Bitcoin, um, and I was giving a presentation on the financial system and the Ponzi scheme of fiat currency. Um, and uh, in that video, I talked about uh, how you know you have these uh, the the fact that you have this rollover of debt um, through financial engineering. Um, and then you have these systemic risk events that expose the weaknesses of the financial system. Um, you know, this is probably, and I always said in, in other videos as well, that you will never really know what that event is going to be. So in, you know, to expose the subprime crisis, we had, you know, investment bankers taking over Iceland, a, a small island of a couple of hundred thousand people. Um, this one is the... It is the end of the Ponzi scheme as we know it, and I believe will be followed up by radical reform. But primarily, firstly, we need to work on this health crisis. And the cold hard reality is that think what you like about the government, libertarian, capitalism, communism, um, whatever it is, we have a health crisis that is very real. Um, and it requires... Um, you know, everybody to act in a certain way and to isolate and the complete shutdown of the economy as we know it, which I believe gives the perfect opportunity at the end of this um, through all the trauma and stress and pain that's going to be caused as a result of this, uh, this worldwide global pandemic, um, that at the end of it, we've got the amazing opportunity to actually question everything that we have fallen into such as our financial system you know we're operating the world's largest regulated ponzi scheme called fiat currencies um and at the end of this we have 
the complete destruction of the financial system as we know it. This is every government in the world can't point fingers at each other at this time. They need to learn from each other. They need to recognize that if one government doesn't act in the right way, it affects the whole of humankind. Um, and we have never seen a situation, or I've certainly never lived through a situation like this in my lifetime. Um, but we have this, you know, this unique time in human history whereby the economy shuts down as we know it. And we have the choice after that to go back to what we had after ever, all the mourning is through and, you know, the, 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 the destruction of this health crisis. Um, but we have the option to actually question things. Now, you know, is it ethical that the U.S. has sanctions on, on countries like Iran in times like this and this health crisis? Well, absolutely it's not. We need to get over these political matters. You know, we're going to actually see that the entire world of what it's actually like when we don't overpollute the world. Um, we're actually going to see these things for the first time while everyone is in isolation. Um, we're going to see so many different things that we've never seen before. Um, and that will, the, the cold hard reality is, is that governments have no choice but to throw everything that they have at this. You know, if, if that many people are going to be out of jobs, they have to subsidize all of them. Um, you know, the, 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 if people can't go and, and make things in factories, then people are going to be sad at home figuring out how robots fill those factories in the future. And um, the, the impacts of this are on a scale that I think we have never seen before. Um, and, you know, the, the financial system that has been this disgusting, disastrous Ponzi scheme that has created this, you know, incredible amount of, um, you know, indebtedness globally for governments, for individuals, for businesses, for um, everyone, um, is actually going to be completely destructed as a result of the trillions and trillions and trillions that global governments all around the world are going to need to print in order to actually get us out of this situation. Um, and really, they have no choice from my perspective. If people think that, um, you know, this is a time to think about libertarianism and, um, you know, uh, and, and laissez-faire, um, this is not the time. This is the time when, you know, businesses need to create incredible creative solutions. People need to be sat at home thinking of what they can do now that we have the technological innovation uh, through the internet. Um, and we're going to have to rely upon governments to actually cooperate and collaborate uh, to get us over this health crisis. And that is literally going to mean printing trillions, which is the complete destruction of the financial system as we know it today. The interesting thing is that now we get the massive opportunity of radical monetary banking reform um, that has never been in a, in a more interesting time to do that, to repair this destruction um, without actually, you know, we, we have the choice to rebuild our financial system after this because the existing financial system does not exist in the way that it did before. This is, you know, this is so significant. All right. Now, everybody pound that like button. As you can see, Simon, he's got some different takes on this than what you've been hearing on this channel. But what we can agree on here is that it is unprecedented. What we're going through 
There's no doubt about it. This We definitely haven't lived through anything like this before. So being that it's unprecedented, we cannot predict what is going to come out the other end of this, man. So uh, you, you're saying we're going to come out better. Hey, the only solution is government printing a bunch of money. That will destroy money, basically. But on the other end of it, it'll be good. We'll... Goodness will come out of the other end. Um, I think uh, that's risky right there. Um, I think we could end up with a bunch of totalitarian fascist dictatorship regimes uh, if people get too used to following the government's lead here. And we might end up with the really bad economic system uh, if everything totally implodes and collapses like you uh, like you say there. No, you don't need to collapse these things. You just have to do things completely differently. For example, in the American Civil War, um, the war was actually you know funded by the government actually printing debt-free money called the Greenback. And that Greenback was actually a fight against um, fractional reserve banking and money printing. Um, and it used the crisis as an opportunity to introduce debt-free money into an economy rather than actually um, having debt-based money. Uh, uh, the reality of the situation is we're going to have unprecedented levels of debt at the end of this scenario, at, at, the, at the end of this. And we have to figure out what we're going to do with that debt. Now, that debt can be replaced with, for example, a central bank digital currency that's um, essentially is used to bail out uh, the financial system. And that's exactly what I'm forecasting um, at the end of this. You know, this money has to come from somewhere. Um, at the moment, you know, if the demand from the bond markets to lend money to the government um, is, is in so much uncertainty that people stop lending, then they're going to have to do that at the central bank level through quantitative easing. And the quantitative easing doesn't necessarily need to be used to repurchase corporate bonds. That can be used, as Donald Trump is showing right now, to give $1,000 to each and every person. Um, or it could be used for all sorts of um, different things. There's no doubt about it that fiat money will still represent um, what it did represent before. But we still have Bitcoin as well that competes in this competitive environment, where at the end of this, we're going to have these different forms of money um, you can replace all of this printed money with debt-free money issued and created by a central bank. It's not the type of money that I would want to use um, because it turns out that fractional reserve banking debt-based money, while it has a Ponzi scheme, it is one step removed from the government. So we're going to have these different types of money. Um, and the, at the end of this, there's going to be radical banking reform um, because at we, what we have seen is that outsourcing the ability to create money to the private banking sector every time someone issues, every time a bank issues a loan, is just, it, it just leads to more and more debt until you end up with the destruction of the financial system and these crazy systemic events that only lead to increasing the debt. Um, right. You know, these have to be questioned. Now, so we're going to end up with your prediction – we're going to end up with a lot of Fed coins through this, the United States, but there, it won't be debt-based anymore. Still, you're going to have, you're going to have debt, debt-based money created at a bank, which is a private money, a private digital currency backed by the world's global debt. You're going to have debt-free money issued by a central bank, um, which is essentially money created the way the majority of the most people think it's created. 
Um, and then you're going to have private currencies, private stable coins, um, Facebook's coins. Um, and then you're going to have the world's best short that we've ever had at achieving sound money, which is still Bitcoin. Um, you're going to have these different forms of money because the cold, hard reality is that the money needed um, to get us out of this health crisis, this global health crisis, is the complete destruction of the financial markets as we know them today. But by destruction, it doesn't mean you let the people lose their money. It means that the you know people in order, no one wants a system whereby everyone loses their money at the bank, de- uh, the bank deposit to the bank. Um, you know those systems are going to be replaced by different systems, and we are this, these, these levels of, of indebtedness that are going to be created from solving this health crisis are going to be you know significant changes. It's not it cannot be business as usual. For All right. financial. Now, if the, United, if the United States comes up with this uh, Fed coin cryptocurrency, whatever you want to call it. It still can inflate it to insane levels. It can just keep – if you're saying things are going to get as bad as they're going to get, they'll just keep printing it, printing it, printing it, printing it. Um, it won't be worth very much. Um, I, I don't see that as a very good scenario right there. I mean maybe that will lead, uh, that, that, that'll lead people to Bitcoin and, and to private monies, but uh, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, what, what do you think about the inflationary aspect of this? Yeah, so inflation is, in my perspective, the process of introducing new money normally introduces debt. So debt-based money is more inflationary than non-debt-based money. Um, So if you introduce people having to repay interest at the same time as money creation, then it's a higher inflationary form of money than if you just introduce money that replaces debt. So let's say everybody has um, X amount of debt in the system. That is the global money supply backed by debt. If you then create a central bank digital currency that replaces the money that was created as debt with a central bank issued digital currency, then that is not necessarily inflationary money because you're just replacing one form of money with the other. The inflationary part of this is what we are doing now in terms of actually created. Um, and so it all depends. We, we have to question that the whole assumptions behind inflation as well, because most people, you know, if we have debt based money and debt free money, um, you actually get to see which is the inflationary form of money um, and how the, the different effects that we've never been able to see before. All right. Now, I, I want to know, in your opinion, how long can we survive a shutdown here of, of the world economy? How long can this go on for before people really lose their patience? I mean, people need to be productive at some point. I mean, the the entire economy now is going to be uh, the the government's printing money, it seems like, and giving it out. um, Well, being at home and being on lockdown doesn't necessarily mean you enter the unproductive economy. For some people, that's a reality. If your job required you to be in a vicinity that you can no longer um, then go to, then at some point, these people are going to have to find a new way of doing what they're doing. We're seeing this right now. You know, traditional therapists, they have been um, sat down with their patients and patients come in. But now there's a flurry of, um, of, of therapists that are sit down on Zoom just like this with two people um, doing their therapy online from their home. Um, it may not get the same level of connection, um, but, you know, the reality is, is that 
in times of of challenge and trouble you know people are doing yoga lessons um you know one of my friends is she she was a yoga instructor she's now um you know teaching yoga lessons from home and everyone's joining in and um, we've got children all around the world right now that their school has been shut down and they're logging into their class and they're doing it through these ways it's it's a reshift um obviously there are fundamental services that require uh, geographical locations and proximity um but you know we we the i i have faith in humankind that in these times people are going to innovate there what they do what they and and figure out how to continue in this new circumstance in this new environment that we are faced with today we're talking about like 30% unemployment though if uh if we take this thing long enough here and uh uh that that's something i think will be very bad <laughs> i think it will lead people to the streets i i don't i don't know how long i mean how long do you think this can last for basically um i i i don't have those answers really these are not thoughts and scenarios that i've ever thought about i don't think anyone of us you know the world that i was thinking about 2 weeks ago is different to the world that i'm thinking about today um and in the last 2 days even you know this is this is such a significant time um and you know i i i believe that uh you know th- this requires a, a complete collaboration between enterprise individual and government because we this is interoperable and and global completely global all right we got a question uh, from the audience here question for simon this is from 123 noscope when do you think people will see the impact of inflation from this money printing in the US do you see this as being a catalyst for increased bitcoin adoption um yes i do so i believe that uh, you know we we what we've seen is that the huge money printing is you know the the so we're probably we're going to see deflation we're definitely moving into a recession after this there's no question about it um you know that the, there is no way around that um but once you have deflation then it can follow by inflation when you solve it with keynesian economics like we are right now um so i do predict that we will see these 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 different forces but it's 100% dependent upon what happens after we contain the crisis um i don't see any solution that i can phys- then then think about other than chucking vast sums of money at this scenario um what are the alternatives you know um we we that that is the scenario that we are faced with today i mean that that one alternative that is out there is uh saying people can get back to work and just old people stay quarantined uh that that's that i mean that would lessen the blow to the economy there there's no doubt about it if people actually got back to work so sure, uh, i mean uh, i i would not want to go out there in a scenario where i'm going back to work because i think the problem at the moment we're seeing right now is you know in china we saw in hong kong we seen i you know i used to live in hong kong and there's a culture there um but i when i was started wearing a mask out at the supermarket in order to ensure that i don't harm the people around me whether i've got it or not or anything you know that's not the question um but it's a, it's a, it's a protective measure and in the west people are looking at you like you're a freak like it's a like it's a bad thing 
Um, you know, the, 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 the reality is, is that people are not making, I don't believe, the right decisions on their own. Um, and so what do we do about this scenario? You put everyone back to work. Um, this virus, from what I can see, could be completely wrong. Um, from everything that I'm seeing right now, is hugely contagious. Um, and isolation seems to be the solution. Do you uh, do you see a shift uh, since you, you said in Asia they they they're they're more capable of uh, handling this for 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 various reasons? Uh, do do you see in this coming decade, if things go according to what you're saying, that uh, the the Asian nations will take the lead over the West? That we'll have a, a redistribution of power over to the East? No, I don't see that. I think this is completely global because the cold hard reality is is that we are completely interoperable and one one country's actions here affect another country's actions. As we see, this is not a time for political points and, and, and you know, and trying to get one-upmanship because one person's action in order to try and get their economy to be on top of another's um, can lead to more and more um, spreading of this virus. So, you know, th- this, is, this is a time when leaders all around the world um, if they try and follow such a policy, you know, a country, if, 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 if you believe that someone like a leader like Trump is actually thinking of political moves rather than how to actually, you know, um, make sure that uh, the, the people of America are safe, um, then I believe that those consequences have co- consequences all around the world. And the only way to stop those is to shut down the, the airports and, and lockdowns and everything. And it's a it's a it's a really really um, a world that I never thought that I would live in in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, so we uh, a lot of life is being cancelled in, in many different ways, uh, but no matter what, we still have this Bitcoin halving that is coming up on uh, in May. And again, I, I think people see that uh, Simon and I have uh, two different takes on this, but we're not going to get into the, you know who's right on uh, how to handle the the whole virus situation. I'm going to talk about the economic side of things. And the halving is coming up, uh, but clearly uh, the story of the day is is the virus. Is this that that the whole world is clearly focused on uh, on something else right now? Is this going to have an effect on the halving in Bitcoin short term? Have your uh, thoughts about Bitcoin uh, in terms of its price changed uh for for the year 2020 now um for the year 2020 i'm not sure um but uh for the long-term value of bitcoin nothing's changed for me in fact it's accelerated um the 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 reality is is that um as we move to these really horrible forms of money that might exist in the future um i think you called it totalitarian model uh, money um, people are going to want, and I believe that the demand for money that you owe, money that you can spend, and sound money that is a fixed money supply can only increase over time. When you're faced with a health crisis and uh, you know fear and uncertainty globally, um, people are, are, are you know they're, they're running for cash. It's it's they're they're looking to purchase their goods, um, and they're going to move to whatever allows them to purchase those goods in the fastest way, which is their domestic fiat currency. Um, obviously, it's different for those in a position of wealth. Um, but then at the same time, people are starting to think about, well, that wealth that I hold at a bank, that wealth that I hold in the stock markets, that wealth 
that I'm lending to the government through the bond market, that wealth that I'm storing in gold, that wealth that I'm you know, putting in Bitcoin, um, everyone's going to be questioning what they're going to do with that wealth um, you know, for, for, for those that are in a position of wealth and those who are in a position of survival. Um, and they're going to question whether that, that money at a bank, you know, we've already seen it. The, the banks in Venezuela are, are closed. Um, I went to withdraw cash uh, 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 here and I was told how much I'm allowed to withdraw. Um, you know, the, the, this is going to come to the entire financial system. Uh, um, so, so uh, this, this is very important. So uh, banks are, are now cutting people off, okay? Uh, authority is saying, no, you can't do this. You can't take your own money out of the bank. But I don't think people, if, if everyone gets more deep and deep into this situation where they are blindly following what the government says, you know, the government's saying shut everything down. Why would they question uh, that their money is being held now? That the money they thought was theirs is not theirs. It's, it's for the good of the country. It's for the good of uh, mankind that they don't get their money. I th- and so if, if we go down this road, this totalitarian road, as, as I said before, I don't think uh, the people who need to find out about Bitcoin are going to find out about Bitcoin because it's just we're, we're getting a new status quo. Uh, like, hey, things are changing. You can't get your own money now, but it's for the good of the people. Just like you can't work now. It's for it's for the good of the nation. It's for the good of the world. So um, I, I, I personally, obviously, when I start hearing stories like this, you can't get your cash out of the bank. I'm happy as heck that I'm in Bitcoin, okay? But uh, I don't know. I, I think people will will just consider it the new normal, like and and government will be able to get more power out of this, and uh, government uh, friendly institutions will be able to get more power out of this if your scenario does happen. Uh, government are going to get more power of it, um, and and that that's the reality of the situation. Um, and you will have this 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 counter currency, Bitcoin, that um, does the opposite of what that money does. Um, so I think the demand for that will increase. But at the moment, you know, people are, are, are flying are flying to what do they need in order to survive? And most people are when they try and withdraw it as cash, so that they have it on them. Um, you know, then they're faced with a scenario where. Uh, in order to prevent any kind of bank run, um, the, that you know policy has to come to every country because the money that you're trying to withdraw doesn't exist for everybody. All right, I, I think uh, this this we're we're going toward a more desperate situation. I think that's I think it's very unhealthy. I think it's uh, and I I don't think the people. I don't think voices will stand for it anymore. I think if we continue the shutdown, people will become more and more desperate. And when it's all over, um, I think they will remain desperate and at the mercy of powerful entities. And I, I just don't, I don't see that as a good scenario. I, I, I don't. Yeah, uh, I'm not putting an opinion about whether it's good or bad, but uh, what? Well, so look, look. So you're talking about put the elderly at home and put the young back to work. Yeah, and, and, and so so the people can just get back to normal because if we keep going down this very unnormal road, at the end of the day, it's going to create a very unhealthy mentally mental society, and I, I don't think we I don't think the world will be able to recover in, in, in as fast in, in the future. I mean, I I have complete hope 
and faith in humanity that over the long, long run, we will be free. But I see us, I see this as dark days now when there's so many voices saying, hey, let's be unfree for a little while and then we'll be able to be free again, just, just like that. I don't think there's a just like that. And so I, I say- So, you know, in London right now, Boris Johnson tried, let's, let's encourage people to be free. Uh, let's allow them, but I'm trying to encourage them. But everyone goes to the park and everyone goes to the tube and we're going to have mass, you know, really, really higher levels of infections and death as a result. Well, I mean, there's the productivity aspect that is not there anymore when people can't go outside. And in the long run, that will kill people also. So, I mean, it's, uh, I just don't, I'm very much concerned about people getting into the mentality of listen to the government, listen to power, ask no questions, just to ask no questions mentality. Because I think um, we've always said that uh, people will get angry if they're, uh, if they're bail-ins and people will uh, get angry if they can't get their cash out of the bank. We're going down a road where people are going to be compliant with that. And I think that's, uh, and I don't see us going down that road. I, I don't. I don't see us going down that road. I don't think that this lockdown situation for the whole world. I don't think it can last uh, three more weeks. I, I really don't think. I think we're going to have social. I think just people won't take it, and I think some countries will step out and just say we can't do this anymore. There will be. You said all the countries have to agree. I, I don't think they're all going to agree forever. And at the same time, there are positive positives that are out there. We won't get into. Uh, you know the possible the, the so what, what, what would you what would you recommend for the people in Italy that are in that are doing that right now doing that are shut completely shut down right now yeah they can continue to shut down and I mean Italy can do what they want to do with the United States of America the the most powerful economy in the history of mankind I think uh, they they should the shutdown should end as soon as possible and that people who think they're going to get sick should get that malaria drug. I mean, there are people working on solutions here and there are possible ways of slowing down the infection rate. And there are people interpreting the numbers a lot of different ways. I don't know it is, if it is as serious as many people think it is. Um, and again, I, I, and old people cocoon themselves. If you're sick and you're uh, vulnerable and older, you don't go out, but let let we can't shut down complete all productivity uh, just for for the people who are vulnerable. Uh, you know, shut down that shut down everything for the few, and the 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 many will be uh, be punished in ways that we cannot even uh, predict here. But I I do want to say that I, I want to still go with your you know scenario here. Again, I don't I don't think Simon's scenario is going to happen here. But he brings another view that I, I haven't brought to everyone out here, a view that a lot of people share that we got to the whole economy has to shut down. So I just want to talk. I want to talk about if, you know, if all of this happens, what is will people really find Bitcoin in the in the end of the day? Will there be hyper Bitcoinization uh, sooner because of this? Um, I think. So, again, you've got to get the, you know, there's, there seems to be, from my perspective, there needs to be a containment period. Um, and in that period, people then figure out how to do their things. Um, you know, I still have faith. Obviously, I have faith in humankind to be 
um, come up with innovation and all sorts of things. Um, what I don't know is what, you know, the, 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 the doctors and the health system and, and uh, everyone's going to find. I completely believe that they will find something that uh, end, um, ends that scenario. And then we have to start looking at the how we are going to fix the system that are gonna, is going to have so many fast consequences as a result of the trillions that have been printed. Um, and at that stage, that's when you have the, the opportunity to redesign the financial system the way that, 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 is, that is choosing it. It's a Bretton Woods scenario where um, in Bretton Woods, the you know, post-World War, uh, people were um, you know, just figuring out how they wanted to design the financial system. One of them was a gold standard. Uh, the other was a fiat, a fiat currency standard. Um, and that is how the U.S. dollar became the U.S. dollar, because it was negotiated by John Maynard Keynes um, uh, that that would be the system that would operate. And then in 71, Nixon took it off the gold standard. Um, you know, th- this is another scenario. It doesn't necessarily mean the doomsday scenario. Um, it just means that rather than having a doomsday scenario, uh, the the that we have the opportunity to design our financial system the way we want it to be designed. All right. Now, on the, on that point, people are flocking to the dollar right now. I mean, no matter what, they're printing tons of dollars. They're doing all sorts of quantitative easing. All who I don't know the latest thing. It seems like every day there's a new headline: print a make a a, a one trillion dollar coin. Uh, it seems like the whole world is sold on the dollar story. So. Again, if everything goes to heck and we're shut down for six months, God forbid, um, I I still see the dollar coming yeah. out the dollar coming out strong the other end. I I, I really I really do. Um, so I mean, you talk about new a, a new system. I I don't know. I I still it just seems that people are naturally flocking toward the dollar. Yeah, it, it can be a digital dollar, but these trillions that have been printed as debt, if the if if people decide that they don't want to lend money to the government and they don't believe in the credit rating, then that leads to the the collapse of the bond market or the shutdown of the bond market, which then leads you to have another kind of um, engineering or re-engineering. If that then leads to a run on the banks and then rather than letting the banks go bust, they need to bail out the banks. And I believe, I talked about it on your show in the past, that they'll let the bank go bust. um, And instead, you'll have your, rather than you losing your money, rather than relying on deposits insurance, which uh, clearly can't cover this type of of scenario, um, you will just download your wallet and the funds will be there, but it will be a debt-free central bank digital currency. Um, and the dollar will it will be another representation of the dollar, um, and essentially it will be uh, fintech companies building on top of the API key on top of the central bank, and that form of money will be such a horrific form of money. It will be actually a lot more transparent because rather than having these different money supplies like M zero, M one, M two, M three, M four, and no one really knowing what the true money supply is, um, you will just have one form of money called M from the central bank. Um, and any time they print up and do some inflation or deflation, it will actually be fully transparent and the market can react rather than trying to guess it through the manipulation of interest rates and fractional reserve banking and leaving the private banking sector to create the money and re-stimulate the market because that's not working anymore. Interest rates are zero. 
that tool does not exist. Monetary policy is gone. It's it's the theory is over. Now I, I want to ask uh, get into a, a positive line of thinking here. If the the nations of the world are very busy right now uh, talking about the virus, does this give opportunity uh, for people, for ICO people, for Libra people, for altcoin people to totally get real creative from their houses where where they're uh, holed up in and just go for it with their their private currencies? Because there's not going to be, the governments are too busy to regulate right now. Do, do, do you see some creative financial uh, uh, endeavors coming out of this in, in terms of in, on the cryptocurrency side of things? Uh, more, more, uh, private, more private money printing, basically. Um, maybe. Um, you know, the, the, there's going to be uh, all sorts of interesting things, I guess, if people are thinking. But, you know, just because the regulators are not working right now doesn't mean that they won't work in the future. So you have to be very careful of these things. But, but if, if things get bad as economically as you think they might get, I mean, how could a government at that point say, you know what, Libra, we're not going to let you do what you're going to do? I mean, it, what, I just I don't I don't. But but again, if we go down this authoritarian route, then maybe they'll say it's not good for the state. It's not it's not. You know, there'll be more excuses. I, I don't no, know. I don't, I don't believe that the U.S. government wants to move towards a communist totalitarian um, way of organizing its its its, its system. Um, you know, and so you are right in that the 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 regulation that you have, the red tape that you have in an environment that's already booming and stock markets are reaching all new time highs is different to the types of regulations that you need in a time when you're trying to stimulate, encourage entrepreneurs, um, create, you know, you know uh, stimulate new business opportunities. Um, and that tends to be a loosening of regulations rather than the tightening of regulation. That then leads to the next wave of um, financial fraud, or um, but then you get some massive growth out of it um, from from certain industries that come from from that that wave of innovation. Um, and then when people lose money and invest, they all go and cry and beg to the government, saying, um, "I need, I you know, I need you to protect me. I, I got scammed by this." Um, and then re- the regulatory cycle increases because they're, they're, they're back to doing what the consumers ask them to do, which is protect them from uh, the complaints that they're making because they made mad investment. All right. Now, I want to I want to get uh, some, some uh, positivity uh, out of all of this uh, from your from your side. Have you been able to uh, carry on your business as usual? Have you been able to go? Uh, mobile here and not, not yeah, so bank to the future was already a mobile business so we um already you know we have staff geographically located around the world so there's no dependency upon one certain geography um we've had disaster recovery and contingency planning as part of our requirements of being a registered business um you know and for us it is is, is definitely business as usual um but uh, and also in these times of uncertainty, um, people are, you know, it, it takes some time for people to uh, be comfortable realizing where they want to speculate, where they want to invest. You know, they, they want to 
ride things out a little bit and try and understand and, and figure out where where things are going. Um, but I do believe that uh, definitely, you know, um, it, the, the you know we believe that the future of finance looks very different from the past. That investment thesis is still true, um, but you know we we have to ride out some uncertainty when um, people are deciding where to allocate their funds, where they're going to invest, and what they're going to do next. The connection got a little odd for a second there, but I think we, we got the main point there. I, I want to ask, and maybe uh, is interest down right now? Are, are you not getting a lot as many contacts as, as you previously were? Because you would have you would have to think that people just want something just simple, like right now. If they're in panic mode, they're just going into the dollar. They they don't care about cryptocurrency as much anymore. It, it, so it, it, is business down or contacts down? It's slightly different for us because at Banks of the Future, you know, we, we have a community of high net worth investors that have made significant wealth in the crypto market. Um, and so, you know, therefore, they're kind of in a different scenario. Obviously, people, um, investors are fearful um, and they're deciding what they want to do. But eventually, if someone's built wealth, um, then they start to think of how they're going to allocate those funds and what they're going to do um, and uh, move next. But certainly... You know, we've taken the decision that um, we only have a couple of clients right now and we have a big pipeline of clients that are going to be going on the platform. But, uh, you know, we've decided that when we're not quite sure whether people want messaging about investment opportunities right now. So we're just trying to figure out when is an appropriate time to start onboarding some of those new customers um, so that we can create more investment opportunities. So, so the big boys, they... They have a system. They are not. They are not fearful. I mean, are they not? They're not making irrational decisions. They're sticking to their game plans here. What what I'm what I'm saying is, in this time of irrationality and panic, I think there are a lot of smaller investors, a lot of individuals that are are just going to lose it and are going to go down the wrong path during this time. And uh, I don't know what that's going to end up looking like in the future. I mean, a bigger a bigger wealth gap, perhaps. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, so it, it, it definitely interesting times uh, we're going through. Do you have any advice to the regular guy on the street out there right now who, who might be a little worried about his finances, especially? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, the, the reality is, is that we, we, we live in a speculative economy. Um, you know, you, you have two choices. You either give your speculation to someone else or you speculate how you choose. Um, and, you know, it, the, the regular person on the street is in different scenarios. You know, I, I can't, there's no blanket advice for one person. It depends on your age. It depends on where you live. Um, it depends on your, you know, uh, how much reserves you have, how much you don't have, um, what your immediate needs are versus what your future needs are. Um, but this is a great, you know, this is a great time for you to start thinking about those things and maybe when you were caught up in the day-to-day of whatever that, that you were doing in your day-to-day, and now you have an opportunity to do things slightly differently, um, then I would suggest everyone, once they've, you know, should be thinking about uh, what their financial plan looks like for the future. Um, and, you know, personally, I believe that Bitcoin has a very important role to play in the future, and this just heightens the need for it in the future but at the moment remember the vast majority of people still think that bitcoin was just a quick way of making money uh, a ponzi scheme a scam or a currency just for drug dealers 
Um, that obviously, because they were just in it for a quick buck, um, meant that in times of uncertainty, they flee to um, something else, which creates the initial reaction. But then over time, the number of use cases that have come um, as this unfolds after we get over the health crisis, um, as we move to the financial crisis, it's going to show more and more reasons why people would want to own their own money, would want to spend their own money, um, and would want a monetary policy that's based upon um, a fixed supply rather than an ever-increasing supply or a, or a different supply. And so I believe that uh, the, the utility for, for Bitcoin can only increase from that over time, um, and people are going to have to pay a higher and higher price in order to... Situations is events like this that um, people start to eventually, once they get over the initial, um, you know, that they start to they start to question these things and think, how can I make sure that doesn't happen again? In a sense, but if they listen, if they complied with the government all along, they'll be more likely to believe the government's lies about Bitcoin when this is all over, too. Because the government's not going to stop lying about Bitcoin or, or, or and powerful entities. There, I mean, that narrative might be stronger than ever. So I, I hope I, I just I think the, the likelihood of people being uh, able to to think out that scenario that you just played out will be lower if people uh, just think at the end of the day, the government solved everything. We followed the government blindly. Uh, they're going to be more likely to do that in the future. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how this all plays out. There is one good question here that I think we should. That's a very positive question that we should end on. And I am curious about this too. I'd love to hear Simon's take on the stock to flow model of Bitcoin and if he sees that playing out as the model predicts. Um, I don't think anything changes for Bitcoin. Certainly in the short term, I think most people are expecting a bull rally throughout 2020. And this is an exponential shock to every financial market, gold, Bitcoin, stock market, everything. Um, but the great thing about Bitcoin is the story doesn't actually change. You know, what if you look at every single financial market, the story of the bond market is about to change. The story of the stock market is about to change. The story of fiat currency changes every day at the moment. Um, but the story of Bitcoin doesn't change. Um, because the long-term fundamentals of Bitcoin still remain. Um, and so the, whatever, the, the, for me, it's the one thing that whatever we thought about Bitcoin before still remains true in this current environment. Um, it's just a question of if you thought it, if we were thinking or assuming that it might not have a correlation to the stock market, well, we're about to find out those things. But what I do think it is, is counter to is the financial crisis as opposed to a stock market price, uh, crash. Now, now the specific, specifically with this question, the stock, do you know this stock to flow model that he's talking about that's so popular on Twitter and everything? The, uh, the, 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 the I mean, maybe, uh, have you heard of that one before? Because it's just this, this one model, everybody, uh, so many people worship. So I, I think okay. he wanted your specific take on this specific model that, that, that's okay. That's out. Yeah. Um, who, who's behind the model? And, uh, I, I forgot what the guy's name. He doesn't even have a real. He's just a Twitter handle. Uh, what's what's okay. the guy's name? Uh, people of the chat. Okay. Uh, okay. So that that's uh, 
that's uh, that's neither here nor there. I don't know what his. I forgot what his name is. One trillion dollar. I forgot what the guy calls himself. Okay. Yeah. I, I Plan haven't B. Plan B. He calls himself Plan B. He calls himself. Yeah. I, I haven't actually followed that. That's okay. Right. Okay. 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 Good. 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 All right. So that, that's all right. All right. Uh, I, I was curious though if you if you knew about the Plan B. Uh, a lot of people out there really think it's uh, the gospel truth and everything. So I, I right. uh, this guy wanted your take. Okay, that 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 that's very cool. Then all right, any anything uh, you want to conclude on uh, then? Any anything else to say? Yeah, um, I I definitely didn't in, mean to. If if you felt that this came across as as negative, because that's definitely not how I feel. Obviously, there's a lot of fear out there in 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 this environment right now. And I think people have two choices, like what to do with fear. Um, one is that you can use fear in order to give yourself the right level of protection, which is the, the natural human instinct of what fear was designed for. You know, it was, it was originally designed to give you, uh, to take the action that you need to actually take. Um, but many people will be paralyzed by fear as well. And that is not a place where you need to try and get yourself out of, because the reality is, is that, um, there is lots of opportunities that can come out on the other side of this. Um, there are lots of things that can, that can, you know, humankind can innovate as a result. There's lots of uh, assumptions that we can question um, that can come out at the other side of this. Um, and I think that, that is a, it is a very, very interesting scenario um, where if you can get over the fear um, and you can use it to, Give yourself the correct level of protection based upon your perspective of what's happening and not use it to paralyze you. Um, then you, this is the time to really solutions um, that you think and unique things that you can bring to the world um, that uh, are, are a part of whatever your passion is and your speciality may be. So one of my sayings is golden age of the 2020s. I think that the, the decade of the 2020s is going to be a golden age. So uh, I, do, you, do you feel that way, that we're just having a little bit of a delay until the golden age starts, we're, we're, that the, the, the decade happens to start off with a bit of a dark age? Uh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think that there are, there are great things that can come at the end of this, um, but I do believe that uh, uh, this current situation it is something that we all have to um, experience in a new way that we've never experienced things before. But I, I, one question is in the past, you indeed have made predictions that are, I don't want to put words into your mouth here. I, I forgot what you said at the beginning of the show, but there would be a, a big depression eventually, you know, there, there would be some huge economic turmoil. I don't know. How did you phrase that beforehand? You know, your, your past predictions about so the, the video was called the great depression of 2020s. Okay. Okay. So you straight, <laughs> you, you straight up said that. Do you think there's a part of you that uh, since you predicted it, that you now are, prone to think that we're going we're going to go down a road that will definitely lead us there that some of your that some of the things that you prefer in, in this scenario you prefer because you always knew there was going to be a great depression and now finally we're, we're at that point where it can happen um i completely believe in the you know the power of uh, a human mind and that uh, you can manifest what you think um, and that, uh, you know, the, um, you know, for example, if the, you know, I'm not a doctor, but take it at a practical level. If someone believes that they have coronavirus, that can create 
a distaste in their body that can create, you know, um, versus if you didn't actually think or believe you had it, that can use your body to channel, um, you know, things in your body that can do things in a different way. So I totally believe that um, the way that you channel your mind, the meaning that you give things is totally a choice. You know, we can look at things in, in, in two different ways. Um, and, you know, with every, while I might, you know, find it interesting that I, there was a few videos that I gave about a long time ago and uh, things actually unfolded the way that I thought that they might actually unfold. Um, I'm always conscious of ensuring that I keep my mind open to new possibilities, um, new opportunities. And uh, every time that I've thought that something will definitely, definitely happen, um, crypto markets have, 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 have been amazing in the last decade of proving people wrong, including myself. Uh, when you apply too much logic to certain things, um, the crypto market can just do the complete opposite. Um, now, I think that we're seeing that in markets globally. Um, and, uh, you know, certainly I don't think you have to go into a Great Depression. The point of the video was that there is the potential to go into a Great Depression. Um, but I also believe that there are solutions out there and we don't need to, um, you know, the technological innovation has brought us into a unique time in human history uh, whereby the level of innovation, the level of solutions um, and things that we can come up with, uh, you know, can, can really take a, a different path to what might happen um, if, you, if you let it ride out. All right. I, I want uh, you to send me a link to that video, by the way, the, the Great Depression. So it, it, it will be linked to below. So you'll get to see this, this video Simon is, is talking about. Well, long term, we know things are going to humanity will survive here, people. So take that as, as a positive takeaway. Uh, and Bitcoin is here to stay. It is not the having is happening. Uh, it, it can't get canceled. So Simon, Thank you very much uh, for being on the show today. Everybody, remember, you get a new show here every day. You never know who's going to all of a sudden appear. It's awesome, dudes. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. And, of course, please retweet this out. Spread the word on social media about this. That Simon was, was on Adam's show today. It was a wild time. All right, dudes. Pound that like button. We will see you tomorrow, of course, because there's a new show every day. Thank you very much, Simon, for being on. Thank you. All right.